This is episode 12 of the TE5 podcast brought to you by myself, TE5 Pharaoh. And in this episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing a TE5 streamer named Pascal Pascarella, also known as Audentius, which is his alias. He also goes by Audi as well. He is a Twitch streamer and a big community guy here for TE5. And in this episode, you're going to hear him discuss what it takes to get started and what you should and shouldn't do uh, as a streamer. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Joining me today on episode 12 of the TE5 podcast, I have a pleasure of... uh, interviewing a uh, longtime friend of mine that I've known for probably the better half of four or five years. Uh, his name is Pascal Pascarella, a.k.a. Audentious. He is a uh, Twitch streamer, and uh, I met him on the PlayStation 4, I believe, playing uh, it was Battlefield when I met you. It was Battlefield 4, yeah. <laughs> it was. Awesome, man. And, you know, go ahead and just, uh, you know, Audentious, start us – just kind of give us a brief introduction about yourself and uh, let everybody know uh, who you are. Uh, yeah, thanks, Pharaoh. Um, well, I mean, like he said, my name is Pascal. And uh, like we met, I think it was 2013. Um, and I had been, been a while. I had been streaming for about, mm, I think about five months when we met. Um, and, uh, I uh I got I got into I guess because um I had I had come to a point where um we I was having trouble sharing stories with my friends like relating content <laughs> and yeah. I, was, I was uh I was trying to tell these stories of things that were happening and I was getting frustrated because a lot of times it was a lot as a lot of Oh, if you had just been there, kind of moments, and um, that's what really got me into it. Was like this is a great way to already have it there and recorded, and is, is in the moment, and you can always review it and share it anytime. And uh, I've been on and off since, you know, with being in the military, it's kind of an irregular schedule. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I got into it, and have been uh, enjoying it for the last, I guess, five years now. <laughs> Awesome. You've been doing it for a while. Um, don't don't you live in uh, Massachusetts somewhere? Up there? <laughs> no. Uh, when we met, I was in Texas, and then um, when I guess we kind of reconnected, I'm over. Here. I'm just a little bit south of you in North Carolina. I'm over at Bragg. Are you okay? So you're still in? Are you active? Mm-hmm. Still yep. In yep. Wow, okay. I don't, I don't know why, dude. I just have this <laughs> imagination that you were like in Maine or something like that. Mm. Boston. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's weird. Um, I managed to lose no, the accent. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize you were in uh, in Fayetteville, man. I actually was, you know, I'm in, uh, well, I live on about an hour west of Charlotte. Yep. So we're only about four hours. Apart. Yeah, we're pretty close. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. We'll have to hit up. I'll have to either come down. We'll, we'll think of something. But, uh, but nonetheless, um, let's get right into All it. Right. Uh, Audie, and, and th- th- those of you our listeners, I I, I call him Audie. <laughs> I'm not sure, and a lot of people do. So, um, 
talk to us about what got you into gaming in the first place. How how did all that start? Ooh, gaming in the first place. Oh, that's going to take us like, oh, that's probably going to go back 20 something years now. (laughs) Um, uh, I want to say the first time I kind of, um, let's say like actually started playing regularly was on um, my cousins had given us their old uh, NES and at the time we my parents we had like an Atari and that was pretty much my extent of the uh, <laughs> like uh, exposure to gaming you know like it was that and maybe some old DOS computer games you know text text files kind of thing um, and NES was fun you know you did like they had like a thousand games they just they gave us all the they didn't play them anymore and um and me and my sisters would trade off, you know, with like the Mario Brothers and that kind of thing, you know, like one on one off. But um, eventually I saved up some money to buy an N64. And the stipulation was that if I was going to buy it, I had to have a game that I could play with my sisters at the same time. So you had like a split screen kind of game. And so I could get it for myself. But I had a good game that I could play with my sisters as well. Um, they were all younger at the time which meant all the controllers and everything. And that kind of influenced how... I didn't realize at the time, but that kind of influenced how I approached gaming as, like, a whole. Um, uh-huh. It... So, like, whenever you're playing, like, Mario Kart or whatever, um, four-player split-screen, or later on, it became, like, Perfect Dark. I don't know if you remember that one on the N64. But what you could do is you could have four humans versus something like eight AI, you know? And that's the biggest thing I remember. It's like always that kind of like a, that comp stomp kind of feel you and your friends versus like the environment, the AI, the game. And and that's carried over for a long time. Now you think about it. Um, I love doing that. I know not to interrupt you, man. I just, you know, I'll share something, mm -hmm. uh, I guess for me. So, you know, very early, you know, obviously my whole origin in gaming stems all the way back to Super Nintendo Mario. You know, I think that's where a lot of people uh, started. But, like, I know from the co-op perspective, man, on the PS2, we used to play, um, me and I had a, I have three cousins. Or I got four cousins. Three of them are girls, and I spent a lot of time with them. <laughs> they were big gamers, too, so it was kind of fun, though, and I got to play a lot with them. And we would play, I think I think it was like SOCOM Desert Storm or something. <laughs> it was the funnest game. Me and, and, me and my cousin, uh, her name's Samantha. Man, we would grind that game. Because it was, it was just like you said. It was, you know, co-op versus mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. bunch of AI, dude. And, like, it was, it was awesome, man. I used to love those experiences. But go ahead, man. It, oh, no. It, that's, that's, I, that goes right along with what I'm saying. Like, there's just something. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with competitive gaming, right? Um but you don't get that um, – like, you don't get the satisfaction of, like, hey, I put that other guy in the ground. Ha, ha, ha. Screw him. But you get this thing of, of like, like it's, it, is, it is literally man versus machine. Like, this is a thing that knows the ins and outs of the game perfectly, you know. And when you and your friends or family or whoever can triumph against – over that, like, like, can overcome that challenge – I don't know. There's just like this different kind of victory um, 
Uh, to me, anyways. Um, and just, so that feeling kind of hooked you to, you know, playing games. Yeah, so I, the way I, I I'll, I'll play competitive games, but only if it's really with people, right? I'm not playing it, um, usually, usually I'm not playing it by myself to get better at the game. I'm playing it because <laughs> I, like, I like the crazy stuff that's going on or whatever. Um, but most of my games uh, that I play regularly are games where uh, me and my partners or partner can work together. And, yeah. and usually it's like an overtime, like over the, over the course of a week, you know, kind of strategy games or, or even smaller games, you know. But it's almost always uh, uh, us versus them, never like a PvP kind of style. Okay. Well, um, let's segue into this. I mean, what, um, you know, obviously playing games and, you know, the competitive aspect of it, I guess, or whatnot, drew you into, uh, you know, your love for gaming. Uh, what was it that got you into Battlefield? Talk to me about that. Uh, it was my friend Jesus, actually. Um, he had bought it. And so this is this goes back to, like, you know, me with them against against uh, other people um and he's like hey man like i'll be playing this a lot and, and that's what happened was we would play it together uh we both had ps4s we were living together um at the time in austin and uh it was just a great way for us to uh revel in the chaos that was battlefield 4 at the time you know um large-scale battles just just craziness everything going on um yeah yeah uh, what it was in a sense, you know, like, cause it wasn't, it wasn't that kind of that small tactics that you see with, with like call of duty where it's you know, five or six people. And like, if they're rolling as a group, like it's, it's hard to stop them, you know, like, Oh, there's spawn killing you or whatever. But in battlefield, like your squad <laughs> is basically against the whole other team. So it is, it kind of feels like a little bit more like a, like a campaign mission, maybe like in a, a, uh, a store, like the, the actual game itself as opposed to like the PvP part of it. And it's more tactical. Though. It is, it is. Call of Duty's I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, Call of Duty takes plan, strategy, and tactics, but it's a lot more skill based. And I mean you gotta be good in battlefield, but you don't it's more about positioning yep. in battlefield. Yep. Right? You can you can take advantage of a lot of uh different factors um in battlefield, which is why I liked it. You know, it was big. Um you didn't have to be good to have fun. That's why I was. That's why I was doing there. Was having fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, just to kind of give our listeners <clears throat> just a, a quick intro on to how uh, me and and Audie met originally, and I, I alluded to this at the very beginning. But um, back in the day, T Five was a uh, growing competitive team mm-hmm. you know, where we were a lot different than what we were now. And I basically was looking for streamers. I was trying to build out a little stream team and, uh, I was sur- uh, surfing Twitch one night and I seen, uh, Audentious here. And I think, I don't know, you might've had like 30, 40, 50 something viewers. Mm-hmm. I want to say, and I was like, I'm going to message this guy and just see what's up, man. Maybe he might want to come join T5. And I, I gave you the hard pitch, but Pretty, pretty luckily, I mean, you were like, oh, that sounds cool, man. I'm in. So I was just like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, having somebody just, you know, with the viewer count you had, I was, I was 
singing high praises, man. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> and, um, you know, got you in, man. And, you know, you started playing with us and whatnot and, um, you know, repping us. And that was really cool. Um, you know, I know when T5 kind of died off about, you know, I'd say two, three years ago, I know that kind of just went high and dry with stuff. But, you know, when I brought T5 back in, you know, May of this year, I reached out to – to my man here and uh he was like dude i'm down yeah the te5 renaissance <laughs> 2018 yeah, yeah. So, he was like count me in didn't have to ask yeah. any other questions so i was you know, real appreciative of that um but audi let's 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 kind of change uh direction here i want you to talk about your streaming i know streaming such a big part of really who you are now mm-hmm. as, a, as a gamer and and you know, kind of, I guess, what your ambitions are. And I'm sure you do, most of this is for fun anyways. It but is. Talk to us about, you know, how did you get started in streaming? And, uh, I mean, what are what's the experiences you've, you've learned and gained from it? If we go back to, I think, December 2012, no, it's 2013. It would have been December 2013. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this Twitch thing out and see what goes on. And so what I did was I fired up my game that I was playing a lot of the time, which was Rome Total War 2, the Rome 2 Total War, um, which for those of you who don't know, it's like uh, Risk, but you play the battles in like a Rome uh, kind of theme. So um, big grand strategy game, and then you fight the actual battles themselves. And what I did was did like a like a 24-hour um uh like a christmas it was like a it was like a, a slayathon but he spelled slay with a like a santa sleigh and uh i got a really good because like what happened was nobody was really playing that like game online or streaming it anyways and so it was kind of just me this one guy <laughs> um playing this game um that nobody else was kind of putting content out for and what happened yeah. was the people who follow that game said oh hey there's somebody playing this again like because i think at the time attila or something was the the new big total war game or something so they were everybody's watching that um yeah, but rome was always close to my heart and i always enjoyed that one and this is what i like playing and i, I made sure i left that show um had fun um i liked oldies and so that was a different thing too uh, people weren't used to hearing that kind of music uh, just you know, on the on the streams, you know, usually a lot of people play maybe like a higher, a higher beat, higher energy songs, and yeah. I was, I was kind yeah. of enjoyed the mellow, um, you know, your sixties kind of feel, and uh, that's where I started, and I kind of I I kind of hold on to strategy. It's one of my cores, my core games, you know. Um, I've noticed that a lot too lately. And, but I, I, I do enjoy like the indies, like small indie games. There's fun ones, little things that scratch like a, oh, you know what? I feel like playing something that does this. And there's always a game that that, that scratches that itch. Um, if you know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing I love about you, man, you're the only, at least the only gamer that I'm affiliated with or associated with that is really into like that type of stuff you know most, oh, really? most gamers <laughs> that i know are just like you know strictly 
Call of Duty, Fortnite, mm-hmm. you know, like they have their, their base games and they don't really deviate, but you know, you, you put in a good mix. I mean, obviously your PC, um, which, you know, I mean, PC I based, uh-huh. uh-huh. and they don't really deviate a lot, but you play a lot of these games that people don't, or not, I guess, at least in my opinion, for me, they're not very well known, but it, it's a cool different aspect. I'm sure your, your audience enjoys the, the variety that you, you bring. Yeah, and that's a big thing is, um, like, there's games that I enjoyed playing, um, and maybe, like, it's a way to get them out there, maybe to help out the de- the, de- uh, the developers or uh, maybe to get somebody else to play with me, you know. <laughs> uh, but there's games that that... There's there's these these small little gems of games that they might be like two or three hours, right? And they cost like two or three bucks. But at the end of it, it was like you watched like a movie, or you like it, it tugged at your heart. Like if you, I've cried <laughs> at some some of these games, um, just because like they might have told a good story. And sometimes that's what I like. That's what I feel like is just having like a nice experience that. I kind of interacted with, you know, it's like a, a kind of like those telltale games, if you know what those are. Um, but uh, these, like, staying on when you when you're streaming, staying on a game that people come back to you is is not a problem. So people who are who enjoy playing Call of Duty play Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, or or Battlefield, 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 or Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. That's fine. That's that's a great way to build your to build your audience. Like you should have a a staple, right? So like people come to you for this, right? Um, you know, people come to you because this guy always gets the headshots. People come to you because this guy always wins his his uh, battle royales. And that's a great that's a great way to start out. Um, but you don't want to burn out. <laughs> If once it becomes like work and you're like, I don't want to play this game anymore, but it's the only thing that gives me views, then stop. Like, play something else that you want. Take a break. Okay. And don't be afraid to. Like, if you're feeling frustrated, it's going to show and everybody's going to hear it and everybody's going to see it. So yeah. just have, like, you should be having fun. <laughs> like, you're playing games and people are watching it. Like, you should, you should. You should take a break from like real life yeah. and and enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy the time with yeah. the people, the people who are going to become your friends. Um, some some of my viewers, like I've become friends with them in real life, and yeah. like it's it's just, it's a whole other network of people that you would never be able to connect to ever, unless. Well, go ahead. You, you kind of, uh, Audie, you kind of already led into the next part, you know, kind of discussing on some of the things you would recommend. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just kind of, let's kind of keep pushing that topic okay. here. Um, you know, let's, but before I get any more into that, I want to ask you, um, how long did it take to grow the audience that you have now? I think it's really important to people get a perspective on that. Hmm. So if we go back to when, uh, you met me. Um, I was so. First of all, I was kind of uh, streaming. 
at like an off like a skeleton crew kind of thing right so i was kind of playing battlefield um somewhere in like the 11 to 6 a.m central time right so a lot of your big names had already gone to sleep and they were doing like you know like an eight to five stream or whatever and what that did was um i was kind of your your uh <laughs> i was kind of your like your layover flight and um uh, what what happened was you get a lot of if you if you can get those off times, you can pick up all the extra uh, people who still want to watch Battlefield um, at that at that time, right? Yeah. Um, like, yeah. oh, this guy's going to sleep. Well, who's next, right? Like, what's what's next on the channel? Um, and that was kind of where I grew, uh, but people didn't stay because I was good for sure. <laughs> they, I, I suck at Battlefield. I've always sucked at Battlefield. Um, you're not terrible. <laughs> I'm not terrible, but I'm not great. And uh, but what I did know was that I liked having fun with it, and people liked watching that. It's a break. It's a it's a change. Um, and so people would come for that. So if you want to, and a lot of people at the time, a lot of people weren't uh, really streaming it. So you, you might have had maybe twelve to fifteen hundred. On like a good day, you know, with like all your big guys having three or four or five hundred, um, on the, on the top tier, uh, like that that top row of uh, streamers, and so that's a good way to kind of get exposure is is get get in something that's not like washed out, right? Um, but then again, we have we have like uh, things like Fortnite and COD where where so many people are playing it that's actually forcing people to go down to the bottom and look for fun people who are smaller streamers because they're tired of seeing like big names or like they want to, you know, maybe looking, maybe looking for people to play with. Right. So there's, there's two, there's two ways to look at it. So if you enjoy playing one of the games that is really big, then um, that's a good way to get viewers uh, who are looking for a change in scenery, someone to play with, someone on the same console um, platform. But overall, you should stick with something that, first of all, you love playing a lot. Um, and then second, something that gives you an edge in exposure. So whether it's a limited number of streams or... Uh, something like Psycho does, which is totally different, right? Like, you don't see a lot of people wearing a mask and using, like, a modulator, right? Uh, which is cool. <laughs> like, yeah. it's different. It's fun. Like, if you come in for a spooky time, like, boom, he's going to take care of you. Um, like, it's, it's, it's a cool chill factor, and it's a, it's a wow factor. Um, so if you can provide something different, right, and not try and um, cater too much. Um, that's something that I still fall into sometimes. Like, like you, you get recommendations, or whatever. Like, oh, okay, but then, like, like you don't really like it or something. You you might try it out, and it's like, eh, it's not, it's not my thing. But yeah. you might still play it. I don't know. But uh, it needs to be something that you you really enjoy. And another thing I would probably tell you is that. You need to uh, don't if if you're, if you're starting out, right? 
well, this is for the new guys. If you're thinking about starting out and starting out in the next couple of weeks or whatever, don't don't acknowledge like your your newness to the scene, right? Like don't 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 make like don't don't make fun of yourself for being like with zero or one viewers or two viewers for, for a day. Why? Because those one and two are there for you. <laughs> um, and if you make them feel like they're not enough, then eventually they're not going to be anything. They're going to leave because you, yeah. you're not appreciating them. Um, so you, you should always be talking like they're listening. First of all, because Twitch doesn't tell you exactly how many people are watching at any given time. You have like a soft number. Um, if it says 10, it's actually more like 15 to 7, somewhere in there. As people are like looking over, okay, cool, whatever, maybe not my thing, or I'm staying in to watch it. So it takes about two minutes for that number to actually like register to what it is as people drop it. Yeah, so there's a little lag time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you should, you should you. always be talking like, like it's your mate, your friend, your hubby, your significant other is, is there with you. Uh, Interesting. Like you should always be having a conversation downtime. Like unless, okay, unless it's like a, something like a speed run, right? Uh, something that requires a lot of attention. Uh, you can, you can like brief everybody that like I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna focus on this part, or put like a little text, you know, in the in the in the corner or something that says, "Hey, like I'm quiet for this," because I had to focus real quick. So like I won't look at chat for the next 15 minutes or something. Um, but always, always engage. You should always. You should always be like, um, you know, those eye trackers, those eye tracker technology that you see sometimes on games, like you see like where the, the, the streamer is looking. It, you should always see their eyes go to the right or left as they're looking at chat. Like you should always see that. They should always be looking back and forth. Because um, that's interesting. I haven't now, I've, you know, obviously I've interviewed a few streamers already. You're the first one that said that. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. Like you, you should, it isn't uh, like whether you're playing for two hours or 22 hours, like it is a conversation nonstop. Um, yeah. I want to ask you a couple mm-hmm. things, though. Um, you know, and this kind of stems back from our interviews with, um, Psycho and Night Hammer recently, and even Harmonica. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you have a schedule? Do you, do you use a schedule to do your streams? Uh, I used to. So, back when we met, I had a pretty solid schedule. Um, I was able to stream like some like 18, 19 hours a day. And uh, just because that was my schedule, right? At my home. And, but like, military schedule is kind of like different. So we don't, um, like, you're not able to, you're not able to really put anything out because it could change at any given time. And I tried that when I kind of picked it back up again in, like, late 2016, I guess. Um, I was like, okay, like, I'm settled back in. Let's get back to it and uh, see who always remembers me. And uh, I was like, okay, here's my schedule. And immediately it was like, sorry, I can't do it. 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 Because stay late or we're going to the field or something, something, something. And something's always coming up. So 
the status right now is so you, that you like, kind of just freestyle now. I have yeah, like hey, like okay. it comes like I'm here when it is, and I'll try and give you weekends, you know. Um, okay. But I would so, I would recommend a schedule. Um, yeah, well, I was going to ask you. My next thing was, would do do you believe that your schedule attributed to your growth early on? Was that a key factor 100%. in your growth? Hundred percent. Uh, when I was doing like the, um, I was playing like Rome Total War. Uh, those are game sessions that would cross over maybe like ten streams. So you'd be playing the same kind of game for like ten days, right? So like starting small and then expanding out. So people would come back for that. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so yeah, you'd be watching it like you'd be coming back to HBO for. Game of Thrones, or whatever. Like, okay, it starts at this time, and I can pick up right where we left off because, you know, like I was there at the end, and he said goodbye, and then here he'll be here, hello, and that's we're gonna kick it off just like we left off. And um, cool, cool. I recommend that 100. If you're if so you're doing matches, if you're doing like match games, matchups, you know, uh, PvP, you can be a, you don't have to be like perfect, you know, and and everybody knows that life gets in the way sometimes. Um, you know, cars break down, uh, dinner's always cooked late or something. You know, it, it just happens. Kids. So people are people okay. give you leeway. It's not a big deal. Um, awesome. awesome. But schedule's good. Um, okay. So obviously, and I've heard that from so many streamers now. So that's, that's a number one crucial uh, point. What about, um, you know, dealing with trolls or, you know, I'm sure you've had. Mm-hmm people stream mm-hmm. snipes and doing whatever how, how do you how do you handle all that uh at my level it's usually the mod that can get rid of it before me um but things that are like uh like uh donations or um or bits um i think i think uh mixer uses some other kind of form but when you can put like a when you could put a uh, a message in that kind of maybe like a sub or whatever, you could put a message in there. Sometimes people will be uncouth, <laughs> um, and they'll tell like a yeah. racist joke or whatever, and you can't do anything because it'll pop up like just a normal notification, you know, instead of being like, "Oh, hey, haha, good to see you again," it's boom, bad joke or racial slur or whatever. Um. The only thing you can do about that is to have good mods, have somebody you trust, uh, or viewers that you've upgraded, you know, over time, uh, to handle that and get rid of that quickly. Okay. Uh, good. You should always be. Uh, there should there be some. It's it's like a firewall. You should have something. You have some some form of protection, so that people aren't um, taking advantage of like their I don't know exposure on your screen okay and and you have good mods right mm-hmm. good. and there's so, some auto mods um, too if you're just starting out there's, there's good auto mods that Twitch has in place you go, uh, what's the name so, so our viewers if they want to search that they can what, what are some of those oh it's just in, it's in your settings there's like an auto mod feature oh okay. and it's like you just put you can put in words right like it says I don't want to hear this 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 or this ever and if it says that you can say ban timeout you know like you can do whatever you cool. want so like somebody says this word boom gone forever never again 
Yeah, well, you listeners can tell I'm not a big streamer, so I didn't know. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's kind of like the ins and outs, like if you're, you know, if yeah, you, yeah. once you start getting that kind of stuff. Um, cool. All right. A um, couple more questions, man. Um, so what, uh, I guess, how many, how many followers do you have at this point? We are just about to hit 3,000. I think we're about... Um, I think we're about 50 short. How many subs do you got? Uh, I think right now it's, I think as of yesterday, I think it's like nine. nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess I want to, I want to hear from you. What, how, in your personal opinion, what, what draws your followers and your audience to stick with you and, 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 you know, continue to support you and watch you play? What, what do you feel like stands out to them from whatever it is that you do? Exactly? Love. You know, is it your personality? Is it the game? I mean, what is it's it? It's love. Um, love. Yeah. Like, like, like if you're watching, then you already know I love you. It's it's pretty much like that, and if you're watching me play, it's something that I love. Um, and so passion, basically, it is. Like you, it is. You, know, you try to build connect, like an actual connection with your audience. You actually take the time to like reach out to them. Yeah, and you can't you can't let it be artificial. Um, it can't be like it can't be the generic. You know, how's the weather? Like. There's nothing there, you know. Um, there, there has to be story. There has to be dialogue, and never ask like yes no questions, because <laughs> that doesn't do anything for anybody. <laughs> you know, you yeah. can wear the whole long sentence, and then as soon as somebody says uh huh, cool, done. So you just talked for like thirty seconds, and that person typed yep. Um, so what you want to do is make sure that. Like you're connecting with them, and there's a connection with you in the game uh, that obviously maybe they don't share, right? So, it, for a lot of, for a lot of my guys, um, they might have never seen this game before, right? So you get a lot of those questions like, "What the heck's that? Why are you doing that?" Um, but they'll also see when I'm playing it that they are familiar with that I'm never really like phased by. Um, getting like gunned down over and over and over like how it like how is this funny to this guy you know like why is why is Audie laughing well because like i know <laughs> i know i'm bad um and so like why am i gonna be bad about that like it's a waste of like it's it's a waste of space <laughs> like I'm, I'm just I'm here, I'm here to have fun um yeah and so you should that should always come across awesome um talk to me about what TE5 means to you and just your overall experience over the, the course that you've been involved with us? Um, T5 originally to me meant, because uh, you guys were on Xbox at the time, remember? Like you guys were playing a lot of Xbox, I think yeah. one, yeah. Uh, Battlefield. And yeah. so it was cool to see, like, hey, here's this local, like, you know, 66 matchups, and like, here's who did whatever. And you, got, you guys had all these recordings. It was so cool to see that. Um, and really, all I could do was kind of drive traffic your way. <laughs> like, hey, I'm just like a little poster boy, um, but 
but like go check out people who are really good <laughs> like uh, you know people who could actually help you and so anybody who was on xbox one um i don't like because i'd be playing on ps4 at the time and i would say they would always ask me hey man are you on are you on xbox one like can we can, can we uh squat up or whatever like no nah, man but hey you know what here's some great guys who are doing it right now like they are playing or they want to play and so i was trying to redirect them to you guys um and now, like the the the, the Nuevo TE5, uh, especially the Discord, um, is a great way for people to to meet up, squat up, and and now it's almost becoming a way to get exposed to different games, um, which I like. Right, like people should always feel they shouldn't feel cornered. Right, like some people want a break, and like. Now we're starting to give that to them, um, whether it's like a break in exposure and streaming. Because if, if somebody wants to, start, like, if one of our guys wants to start streaming, uh, maybe a new guy wants to start, he's already been playing with a lot of his buds who are in the T5 uh, Discord, right, for the squad ups and their the matches. And now this is a great way for him to instantly have four or five, six people. Like, oh man, oh, I was watching that. Oh. Like maybe maybe his friends at work, but because yeah. they share they shared games through our Discord or through through uh, the other sites, that now he's got a way to push us out without it being um, like too like too heavy, right? Like 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 sounding like oh man, can you, can you please just come over? Like hey man, like remember that last shot last night? Well, come watch it again. Over here, like where I'm streaming right now, and you'll have friends who just drop by, just because they've been playing with you through the Discord. Um, so as far as um, T Five itself, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously, I I, re- I was the one to reach out to you and I recruited you, but like, you know, was there anything? Speci- I mean, have you made any connections with other? people outside of just me or i mean is it just your you know your feelings towards me that has uh you know wanted you to stick around and work work with us um i mean there is like like careless and and i know debro debro hit me up or hit me up for our Minecraft server, you know, he's kind of brainstormed on that, and yeah. like people want to play it, and we said let's give him a way to play it, right? There was a demand, and but there was no supply, and so he and I came up with a way that eventually had to change, but it's two ways to play it, you know, we uh, two ways to supply that to meet that demand, um, and then Careless has been great. Um, he's like a Minecraft master. He's He's like a math whiz, and uh, it's crazy to see him work. But as f- like we've tried, like, how are we doing with that? Bob? It's great. How's that going? Um, it it's really um the hard part is like making it so that like having like an automated uh checkpoint, you know, so that the uh, server doesn't just get out there if flooded with like trolls or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah. The idea is that I want anybody who wants to to be able to just hop on and play anywhere they want in the world because the world's infinite. Um, I know the Xbox One's big, um, but on PC because it's a server, then it's just like like if you keep going, it'll just keep rolling in and rolling, rolling out. Um, 
mean, the idea was that it's a, you can go out there and just like, it'll always be running. So whether you are playing at your home or even on your friend's computer, you could log in and just play it anywhere you wanted to, but always have your world there. So guys, really important listening. Uh, if you are a Minecraft lover, you love playing Minecraft, we offer it on, uh, we have a T5 server on the PC. We also do it on the Xbox mm-hmm. One. Uh, if you want to get in on that stuff, guys, and get in our world, uh, specifically the T5 world, join our Discord and uh, hit up this guy right here on Dentist. He'll get you handled on the PC side. And I think... Uh, was it Careless or Debro? Who's running the Xbox? Uh, Debro has his Xbox. He's running off of his Xbox um, right now. Um, since we, since a lot, like a lot of our members are, you know, based in the uh, Xbox community, um, so they already had that, right? And then Minecraft was too easy; they don't have to have like a supercomputer to play it. But um, yeah, we, we need to start getting. We need to get some content from from the Minecraft side that we can start pushing. <laughs> and yeah, me and. Uh, me and Careless and I think one of his real life friends, uh, we <laughs> I think we played. We were I was streaming for I don't know some like five or six hours, and there was there's about five or six good like just we were like rolling laughing because of stuff that was going on, you know. Um, so like, well, I need you to start getting that too. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, I'll post them. I'll post them in there. Yeah, post um, them so we can we can get them on YouTube and yeah. stuff. That'll be good good content. Um, all right, man. And uh, really, is there any other any other uh, recommendations uh, as far as somebody who's you know wanting to get started in streaming? I know you highlighted a couple of them already. But is there anything extra that you want to add to that? Uh, don't think you need a super setup. Um, that's one thing that stops a lot of people right at the door like oh man like i see all these things like you know big time uh like setups and it's like these multi-thousand dollar rigs and like lights and green screens and like all these cuts and oh my god it's just bubbles and sounds and uh, lights it doesn't have to be fancy right simple is good especially starting out um when the screen's too cluttered it detracts from you right um if you can get your hands on a webcam awesome you don't always have to have it though um but if you if you webcam laying around anywhere you need to make sure you're always talking uh if there's silence and there's just gameplay people probably aren't gonna stick around because they can just play the game silently by themselves um so more likely they're gonna come back for you they're gonna come back for the video but they want to see you um, so when you can, when when there's, you know, like every day is not a pretty day. You don't always get makeup or and the perfect lighting and everything. But try and regularly, maybe just on weekends, like show your face every once in a while. Like let them see you. Let them see you smile. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, I was just going to add to that. You know, Psycho mentioned about, you know, even if you don't have a webcam, talking a lot and um you know the the biggest thing I, I guess i can add to this this conversation on that on that note um is just you know thinking out loud with when you're playing the game that's the best way he put it i could put it mm-hmm. you know if you're playing call of duty you know talk about all oh, there's a guy over there and you know even if even if you don't like have topics off the top of your head to talk about just you know, talk about what's happening in the game, you know, as yeah. you're playing and just whatever's going in your mind, you know, like, oh, 
you know, oh shit, this guy's behind me. You, you know what I'm saying? Just talk. It talk is about that, and I think that'll that'll help people a lot. It is com- It is about commentary. Um, you should always be thinking something, something along, something between the Austin Power scene where he has no inner monologue, right? He just became unfrozen, and he has no way to like shut off his brain filter as he's just talking, talking, talking what he's yeah. thinking. Somewhere between there. And like a sports commentator commentating like on the football game or basketball game, whatever, right? So you want to have like you want it to be a constant stream of information that's relevant to the game, right? Not just like nonsense. Um, and... One more thing I think I can add to this mm-hmm. that I've learned is people should if if and most people will get affected by the viewer count. I think people should turn off the viewer count. You turn off the viewer count um, because in a, in a lot of sense, there's, I think a lot of people struggle with being able to keep the right mind frame of mind when you only got one viewer versus if you somehow get up to 10 or 20 and then you fluctuate a lot. Like, I don't know how you feel about that, Audie. I know Psycho, you know, that was one of his big things and, you know, he could just tell you know, the difference between like, you know, if he would host somebody and give them 30 or 40 viewers and like next thing you could just tell how, how like nervous they sound and whatnot. And that like, you should always talk as if you're talking to a thousand people, no matter if it's one viewer or if it's a thousand viewers, you know, it should be the same, same uh, commentary, I, I guess at that point. How do you feel about that? Hmm. That's like a mixed bag. Uh, cause I'm on both sides of the fence for that one. Like, I agree. Like, that's a great idea to keep you there. Um, but I think it really depends on the person. It, I'm sitting it, here thinking like, if it affects people a lot, then yeah. I would yeah. I think it depends on like, um, like how flustered you'll get or whatever. Like, um, there, there is something to always be always be speaking like a thousand speaking like you're to a thousand but to me that's like to me right um the way that i play that's that's the opposite of how i think i feel like it should always it should always feel like it's like like me and you pharaoh right me talking to you it should always feel like that um uh it should always feel personal you shouldn't when you're watching you shouldn't feel like you are one of the 1200 or 1700 or whatever down 10,000. But when they like, especially if, if you say, say their name, <laughs> if you're applying to them, say their name, please. Like that's, that's all anybody wants to hear. <laughs> it's the greatest ego stroker out there. You say their name and you respond to them. And that way they know exactly what they're like, what, what you're saying and who you're saying it to. Um, but with the viewer count, I don't know. I, I enjoy seeing it because it lets me know if I'm doing something right or wrong. Um, uh, especially if you're going back and reviewing it, um, you should always check and see like what what did I do here, right? That increased the count, right? So for me, I'll change games midstream a lot, like two or three games a stream, right? So over the course of like six seven hours, I'll change games a couple times and you'll see that fluctuate so you should be aware of that um you should be aware of that okay you know maybe from this time to this time i hit a peak maybe from uh from this game to this game we went down or up so 
it's it's real time information. Um, but I'm talking in like the tens and twenties. So if you're worried about one, two, three, four, five, yeah, maybe maybe go ahead and shut it off. But when you're starting to deal with like the 60, 70, 80, um, 90 numbers, you kind of want to make sure you're doing the right thing um, for you and your people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm sure at this point, like, I don't think I don't think he does that, but that was just a recommendation uh-huh. when you're getting started and whatnot. Um, but, you know, listen, Audie, I appreciate it, man. A uh, ton of value you've just brought. And uh, we're going to transition now into our fire round, okay? So, guys, our listeners, the fire round, all right? It's our five-minute, how we end the podcast episode. <laughs> Uh, where I'm going to ask my man here a series of personal questions uh, that he either has uh, the ability to answer or not, but hopefully he'll answer all. Oh of boy! So, nonetheless, let's get started. <laughs> so, Audie, what is your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, pet peeve. Mmm, biggest pet peeve is probably. Ooh, I don't know. It's really hard to piss me off. Mm, probably just angry people who are always angry some of that i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't really have pet peeves i'm sorry okay so angry ang- angry people then. yeah people just always angry angry people yeah all right all right what song are you currently listening to or it could be an artist or whatever that you would be embarrassed for anybody else to know about. Hmm. Embarrassed. Currently listening to? Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe uh, one. You know, by Three Dog Night. Never heard of it. Oh, one by three dog night. Now, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go search. That's, that's, that's the one is the loneliest number that you ever knew. Does it get your head nodding? Are you, are you, yeah, are you yeah, it's that? an oldie. Yeah, it's classic. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Uh, what is the dumbest thing you've ever spent money on? Dumbest thing I ever spent money on. Ooh, um. <laughs> I, uh, a sex in the city board game for my girlfriend wow. <laughs> oh my that's from like that's maybe awesome. 2005 somewhere in there yeah you bought a sex in the city board game <laughs> i just like oh this is something girls like right <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome dude that's the best answer i think i've got um what is the craziest thing you've ever done for love? Oh, craziest thing I've ever done for love. Probably. Dumbest thing, too. Dumbest thing. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I have anything like that. Um, I guess either maybe they're all dumb. I don't know, <laughs> but probably that. 
that that board game thing. Board game. <laughs> that was probably the stupidest thing. Can you? What was the react? What was her reaction? Like, hmm. <laughs> it was like, what? Babe, why? Why are you buying exactly? Like, what is the point of this Pasco? Like, why'd you get me this? <laughs> was it like legit? Like, I don't. I'm assuming like it was an actual one. Like... It was like a Valentine's Day thing. It was like that. Some flowers, a card, chocolates, and this Sex in the City game that she could play with her friends. She's like, I don't play board games. I was like, yeah. I guess that's a good answer. Well, this is what I thought girls. Uh, girls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. What is your worst habit? Hmm. Saying like a lot. Saying, saying like as okay. as give us as, some more con- give us some context on it like example. Oh, the past half hour. <laughs> I'm sure I've said it a lot of times. Right there, like, I said a like. Yeah, just like, saying like. like yep, like. that's my habit. That's my bad habit. Why is that? Though? Um, I picked that up from. My most recent uh, girlfriend, she talked like that. She was kind of a valley girl, and uh, that's that's just the way she that's just the way she filled space when she was thinking. And I, uh, I mean, I say uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I I don't even heard a like. Oh, it's I'm just that's like yeah. It is. It is. It's it's the space holder. Yeah, that's and then and then I. That's just how she talked, and that's how I picked it up. Kind of like how people uh, um, maybe pick up uh, accents or whatever, like local accents. Um, they've been in the area a long time. I hope you go and listen to this entire episode when I post it. Oh, no. So that you can take oh, out. no. <laughs> I, I, I heard it earlier, too. And I, I was, I, I'm time to stop myself now. But, yeah, that's one of my biggest things, my biggest habits. Okay. All right. Last question uh-huh. here. What is the best gift you have ever received? Oh, no. Uh, the best gift that I ever received was probably um, I don't think it was really like probably like a gift to myself was we'd be the best thing um because it was like me and my uh my little sister my mom and we we took each other to europe for something like three months and that was probably my that's probably the best gift that i could have ever received and given awesome yeah a lot of guys have mentioned about you know family and whatnot so yeah i think that's there's something That's there. really important. Super, super important. Well, uh, Audie, I appreciate you for being on this podcast, man. Uh, you'll, you'll definitely get the uh, – I'll have the link for you once I publish it. But um, any last shout-outs you want to give to the viewers? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, we've, we've pretty much taken care of everything that, that you wanted to push out. I think that was um, – I'm – I'm all for I'm all for T five. Like you guys should, you guys should hook them up and uh, and come meet Pharaoh and the guys. Like they're a great group of people who just want to help you I get the game better. <laughs> appreciate that a lot, my man. Uh, guys, make sure you go uh, to uh, you're on Twitter, right? You got a Twitter. I am. Mm-hmm. 
Make sure you go to Twitter, search at Audentious. Okay, follow him on Twitter. Is that right? It's at Audiplays. Yep. Okay, at Audiplays. Go to search that on Twitter. Um, Are you on any other platforms right now? Uh, Not actively. Okay. So just go to Twitter, guys. Give this man a follow. Check out his content. Uh, I mean, when are you streaming typically now? Um, It's usually evenings. I try and get like a 7 to 12 in somewhere. All right, evening seven to twelve, man. Check him Eastern. out. Mm-hmm. He's got a great odd, uh, yeah, seven twelve p.m. Eastern. Uh, check him out. He's got a, a really good audience there, and he's got a lot of fun games he's in. So I'm sure you guys will love that content. And um, yeah, man, appreciate you so much, Audi. Thank you once again. And uh, until next time, guys, take care. Bye, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please be sure to share this with a friend. Uh, This is the T5 Podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And we appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you guys so much for your support. And until next time, take care.